0: Welcome to another weekly planner call. Today, June first, June first, 2020. All right, guys. So half of the year, it's gone already. Now we're to the second half. The question is, how much can we plan and execute in this second half of the year? We had a very unusual uh, first half. Um, you know, never, never seen it before but now everything is going back to normal, including the most affected city, which is New York, opening up, uh, their, with their first phase on June 8th. So no excuses anymore. This is a time to make sure we plan right, to make sure we have a strategy and to understand exactly what we want to get accomplished. So that's why I chose one specific, one specific question today. The answer to that question which is all about planning, right? If you have any questions today, I wanna make sure that at the beginning, your questions that I get today are all about planning for the second half of the year. We have to readjust a lot of things, all of us in our businesses, some of you for good, some of you for bad. Now, we have six months left in the year. What is our goal in terms of our current situation, in terms of our budget, and in terms of our ability? All right, I want you to have that very clear today. And that's the number one thing that I want you to be working on on your business. Whether you're new, experienced, or a top producer, you have now to readjust and sit down and have a very clear strategy. It doesn't matter if you had a strategy before. Now it has to be a completely new one. As I said, for those of you, you know, have to lower your goals for some of you, you might want to increase them. But for all of us right now, including our company, we have a new strategy. What's yours? Let's talk about that right now. So I'm going to share my screen right here. And uh, there is uh, number one, I know all of you want more of this, right? And this is the question that I had uh, from one of our members, some of you, well, um, um, all of you actually, says, I want more sellers leads, please, right? All right, so before, time out, time out, I know all of you want more seller's leads. I get that. Got it? However, before we ask for more leads, number one, and please take a pencil and a piece of paper. I'm going to give you five seconds. Take a pencil and a piece of paper. Before we ask for more leads, first and foremost, we need to ask ourselves, am I willing, am I able to handle them? Do I have the skills to pre-qualify, follow-up, present, handle objections, and close, because if not, I'm going to waste my money generating those leads. And number two, do I have a system? If you're listening to this conversation, of course, you have the system, and of course, you have the tools to develop those five skills. But make sure that first and foremost, before you ask for more leads, you have those five skills, pre-qualifying, you truly know how to pre-qualify, you truly have a follow-up system, you truly know how to do a presentation in less than seven minutes, ideally less than five. And you see me in many seminars right now, my seminars are not more than 20 minutes. What really doesn't mean that I only speak for 20 minutes. What's interesting about my seminars, my presentations, and the top agent's presentations is that they're extremely, extremely short. You go immediately into the objections. You wanna know exactly what your audience, in this case, your buyers and sellers, truly want. So you can handle those objections, overcome them, overcome them, and then what? Close your client, right? The shorter your presentation, the sooner you're going to understand what your seller wants. Tell them how to sell you, how to sell them. That simple, all right? So very simple. Five skills, one system. And before that, you need to understand exactly what your goal is. So this is why I wanted to show it to you. I'm going to show you how to get the leads, that's fine, all right? But first and foremost, I want to make sure that you understand what your financial goal is for the next six months. What is your financial? I'm going to get you to the leads. Do not worry, all right? But before we ask for more leads, first, we need to understand what our financial goal is. Because if your goal is to do a quarter of a million dollars, or somebody else's is $50,000, the leads are going to be completely, the number of leads are gonna be completely different. Got it? So number one, we need to identify, write that down please, this is for today. This is the most important exercise you are doing to start your second half of the year. Number one, what's your financial goal for the next six months? By year end, how much money do you want to make by year end? Number two, identify the average property sales price and the commission, all right, my financial goal is $100,000, right? From now until December, all right. For some of you that might be high, that might be low, that's not mine, it's just an example, right? $100,000. The average commission in my area, it's $10,000, got it. So if the average commission is $10,000, then number three, determine the properties to close in the next, this not 12, it's six months, all right, it's gonna be what? 10 properties, I wanna make 100,000, In real estate commissions, I need to, uh, my average commission is 10,000 divided by my goal is what? 10 properties. So I know that I need to close 10 properties. Got it? Very, very important. Number four, identify the number of needs needed to reach those transactions. Okay, now we are getting closer and closer and closer to understanding how many leads we want. That's a very common Mistake most agents make, which is, I just want more leads. How many, right? And then finally, identify the four platforms, right? So if I I need to identify how many number number of leads, so which platforms am I going to use? Remember, there are only four platforms. Write this down, please. There are only four platforms to generate leads. Number one, it's what? Email marketing. That's number one. Right, you need to have the database of emails in your area. Number one, you don't know how? Send me an email at info at monte organization. My team would send you two or three different companies that provide the database of owners in your zip code. All right, with email, phone number, and name. Number two, social media. Social media, got it? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Number three, online marketing. We are talking about retargeting we're talking about Google Ads, we're talking about Zillow, Realtors.com, online marketing, and number four, offline marketing. We're talking about magazines, newspapers, open houses. Those are the only four quadrants where you can generate leads. Email marketing, one more time, please write that down, email marketing, number two, social media, number three, online marketing, Number four, offline marketing. You are going to identify according to number one, your target audience and number two, your budget, which of those four platforms you are going to be using. For example, if you work like myself with international investors, I know that offline advertising, postcards, magazines, newspapers, most likely you're not going to be using, right? But if you work with a local uh, community, which ideally you will, Right, of course, you're gonna be doing offline advertising depending on your budget. Finally, all right, contacts, uh, contact leads in a daily basis. So now take a picture because this is a longer slide. What I'm gonna show you. By the way, you have all this information in your in, in the in the uh, in the modules, but right here, look at this guys. Let me go through this right here. You need to be everywhere, right? So, right here, I'm gonna show you. If you want to close, let's say 12 transactions, right here, if you want to close 12 transactions within the next six months, all right, this is the number of leads you need to generate 60 leads, meaning 60 people that told you, yes, I'm interested within the next six months on buying or selling a property. Those are the numbers. Those are not my numbers. Those are numbers that have been in place for past 50 years. Right, 60 leads. In order to get 60 true leads, you need to talk to about 300 people, right? But in order to talk to about 300 people, you're gonna to need to make about 1500 calls. I'm not talking about cold calling. Many of you know that I'm, it's not that I'm against cold calling, it's just very slow, cold calling is very, very slow but contacting people that are interested on in buying or selling real estate through your four mediums, online, adver- uh, email, social media, online, and offline advertisement. Got it? So I want you to focus on that and I eliminated many of the co- uh, questions. I answered the questions in the forum last week, but I wanted, since it is June 1st, that today we focus on truly developing, identifying, having the clarity, the simplicity, simplicity to focus on the thing, the one thing that matters most, which is what? Talking to people. All right. So I wanna open right now to questions. And again, understand, please do not copy from anybody. Understand your reality. Some of you are brand new, some of you are experienced, some of you are already top producers. So, your reality that your knowledge is different from the agent that sits next to you. Do not copy anybody else. That's what you have us, to guide you through the process, to hold you by your hand and create a plan according to your knowledge, according to your own needs, according to the target audience you are uh, working with, and finally, according to the amount of time. Some of you are very experienced. Some of you just got your license. So I can ask a brand-new licensee, The same thing that I asked to do a top producer. Needs. Some of you want to make only $50,000. Is that good? Is that bad? Doesn't even matter. It's what matters to you. I'm not anybody to tell you how much you should be making. All right? The definition of success, I I love. By the way, I highly recommend this this interview with Jeff Moore. Jeff, J-E-F-F Moore. M-O-R-R. M-O-R-R. Jeff Moore is one of the top agents in Miami. He sold his company at, at one time in the, in the late 90s and early 20, uh, tw- uh, 2000s. Jeff had the biggest company in Miami Beach, Majestic Properties. He sold this company to Douglas Elliman. I had him in the show, in the Miami Real Estate Show. Remember, go to Monteiro Organization.com where you log in for the platform and you go in the right uh, top corner, it says Miami real estate show, look for Jeff Moore interview, very seasoned, successful real estate agent, very, very good interview. And he says that the definition, and that, you know, I usually ask agents what's in the, in the Miami real estate show, what's your definition of success? And he said, whatever makes you happy. If you're making $35,000 a year, because that's what you want and you're surfing on Wednesdays afternoon, because that's what you want, you're a successful person, right? So it's not about how much money you make. It's about the difference between how much money you want to make, right, and where you are right now, right? So what are your needs? So I can't tell somebody that is making, 50, wants to make $50,000 a year, I can tell that person to do what the half a million dollar person wants, uh, needs to do. Does that make sense, right? Same thing with the target audience, right? If you're working with international investors, I can tell you to do the same things an agent that is focused on a local community trying to get more leasing needs to do. And time, some of you are 22, 23, you're not married, you don't have any commitments, you are 24/7 working machine, right? Some of you are mothers, fathers, some of you have other jobs, some of you are, you know, part-timers. So again, our job with you is to make sure that we help you create the right plan to give you the clarity and the simplicity so you can focus on the few activities that are going to allow you to reach your financial goal, right? So I'm going to stop sharing my screen right now. And I want you guys to please, all right, now we have a lot of people right here. Oh, I have Antonio here. Antonio, I, I listened to your podcast. Uh, oh, by the way, since I have Antonio right here in the first uh, in the first screen, I can see him right now. Antonio is one of our members. He's in one-on-one with me. And by the way, he's doing webinars for international clients. He works with investors. Antonio, I'm doing a little bit of uh, commercial for you here. Antonio is doing webinar for international investors. He uh, manages... Oh, look at him right here. Look, I'm going to unmute you. All right. So uh, right here, I'm gonna unmute Antonio. Right here, so I can ask you guys to do uh, unmute audio. I don't know why it's not. Oh, there you, Antonio. Are you there? Yes. Congratulations! I listened to the podcast interview you had uh, this weekend. Right? Thank you. <laughs> so, Antonio, it's uh, of course one one of our members, like like everybody else in in, in the line, and uh, he's doing webinar for international clients. Now, here's the beautiful thing about about that, Antonio that not only you are doing webinars for international clients, the way we do it, my brother and I here, but now other people are listening to it within the industry, and now they're interviewing you. Yes. Right? So congratulations on that. You spoke mostly about investment properties. You spoke about uh, the the success you've had with managing your family's portfolio of investment properties especially yeah. we here in Miami. Uh, thank you for mentioning me in the in the in the podcast, right? You deserve it. Thank you very much. And Antonio, that's not the that's not the, the first time you appear in an interview, right? Well but was well, the second time. The second time and in, in how long? In maybe a month and a half? In a month and a half, yes. Okay. So guys understand the more you are out there, the more ears all right the more you get the attention of other people and that's the idea not only that Antonio that now you can use that interview and send it via broadcast to all your list I don't know if you've done that already I'm planning for for Friday okay so very important whenever you're doing an interview whenever somebody's interviewing you you need to send that information to your list why it is social proof it gives you authority in front of your target audience because now you are not saying that you're an expert there are other people interviewing you which carries a lot of weight got it so antonio I just wanted to come i just saw you there and that's i deviated a little bit but i just wanted to con- con- congratulate you on the on the podcast it was very very uh you. very good very insightful so thank you thank you very much for for sending me that podcast on uh on, uh, on Friday. I really appreciate it. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Right. So let's go back now. Now let's see right here. What questions? Because today I just want to make sure that I guide you through the process of identifying your goals for the second half of the year. Remember, everything starts with your financial goal because that financial goal is going to allow us to understand exactly how many transactions we need to close once we divide by the average transaction. So I got good morning, good morning, good morning. So questions about that. I wanna stay here, right here. Questions about about second half of the year goal. What question do you have about that? And I wanna give you, okay? Uh, And that said, you talk about the black box, what is exactly it, and then what I'm going to do, I'm going to have one of our team members to call you today after this session today so he can explain to you everything about the black box, all right? So I'm going to take a a picture of that, and uh, I'm going to have my team call you so so they understand. Most of you have it, real, real quick, Uh, the black box. But again, I want to concentrate, guys, what questions do you have? about your second quarter, second half. By the way, the question to you is, write down yes or no to this question, the answer. Have you already set up your financial goal for the second half of the year? Please interact with me. Have you already set up your financial goal for the second half of the year, right? By the time you guys are uh, saying, answering to that. All right. I'm going to answer another question from Hugo. What is the ratio of leads to close sales in the statistics? Ooh, now we're getting into that. Very good. All right. Now, please keep answering that. Very good. And now I have people. So Hugo, here is the ratio of leads close uh, sales into stats. All right. So very good. Very good question. Let me share that. And then I'm going to go into you guys right here. Share right here, right here. Let me see. This is the average ratio, okay, Hugo? So, very, very important what I'm going to discuss with you. This should be for the average experienced agent. And I don't like to give statistics, general statistics, Hugo, because let's assume we have these two leads, right? And I we give these two leads to a brand new agent, right? But then... Those two leads also talk to me. So who do you think is gonna have a higher average or a, 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 a higher closing ratio? The brand new agent or me? Of course you. it's gonna be me, right? So again, that, those statistics that I'm gonna be, be giving uh, here are very general. Once you achieve the level of mastership, meaning you know how to pre-qualify, you know how to present, you know how to follow up, how to handle objections, and how to close. If you are not a master yet, and I'm not talking about specific you, Hugo, if you are if you are not truly a master at those five things, pre-qualifying, following up, presenting, handling objections, and closing, your ratio is going to be lower than this. Now, let's assume you already have those five skills and you already have not only the system, but you are using the system. And most of you have already this, uh, 99% of the people in the call. And you already have the system, but you are using it, and you know how to use it, all right? Which is very simple, but you are using it. Those are the numbers right here, all right? Right here. So this is a ratio, it's about 20%, all right? So if you do the numbers right here, this is 20% of this, this is 20% of this, this is 20% of this. Those are not my numbers. Those are the numbers general nationwide. Uh, many of you know that uh, that I work a lot with Riley Smith. Uh, for those of you who are not in Miami, we have a lot of people that are not from Miami. Riley Smith is the number one agent in Miami in, nom- in, in terms of transactions closed. Last year was over 300, only right here in Miami. Very high-end client uh, agent, right? So, uh, and we always like to show Riley and I to the different audiences, and, and when I'm uh, speaking in front of his audiences. We like to show these numbers, and he always backed me up with this, and he says it's been like that for more than 50 years, and he also says it's not only in real estate, but it's also in the banking industry, in the insurance industry. Many of you know that, the 80-20 rule. But the only way the 80-20 rule applies, Hugo, is for people that have prospected those five skills and have a system to help them in the process. Remember, Hugo, selling is not an event. Selling... It's a process, right? Got it? So most agents, one more thing, because Hugo, that the question you asked is very, very important. Most agents complain about the lack of results and how cold leads are via Zillow, Postcards, Facebook, et cetera, realtors.com. And I always say, and you guys hear me saying all the time, it's not that the lead is cold, Hugo, it's that we are cold to the lead, right? And when we speak to the lead, most agents don't have the ability to communicate value. So the lead disappears, we send them text messages. Every time you have a lead that is not answering to you, you need to take responsibility, right? It's If the lead is not getting back to me, 99% of the time is that I didn't provide the value to that lead, period. I need to take responsibility. By taking responsibility, now I know what to change. All right, so I gave you those numbers there. Uh, Hugo, let me know if that's clear. I think it's very, very clear. Alisa, okay, so we don't have that. Uh, Felipe, has it, very good. Sandra, has it. Miguel Moreno, yes, of course. All right, no, Anne-Marie, all right, but now I will. Very good. So some of you have the financial goal. Now, the deeper question now is, do you know exactly how many calls, how many conversations, and how many leads you need to generate to achieve your goals. Please, for all of you here, all right? For everyone that answered yes, now I'm gonna go deeper into the question. Do you know exactly how many leads you need to be speaking in a daily basis according to the numbers that I gave you? I would venture to say that 99% of you might say no. So you understand exactly what you need to be doing on a daily basis. This is a very simple business. I didn't say it was easy, guys. By, guys, by no means. I'm not saying real estate is easy, okay? But it's very simple. It's about the number of conversations that I need to have on a daily basis. And we get so complicated on doing so many things when we don't have to. It's all about talking to people, right? It's like the doctor. He's The doctor, the surgeon, his business, what's his job? He's to perform surgery. Well, now I'm too busy doing other things, doing administrative. Then you got to get somebody to do that because the only person who can do the surgery doctor is you. Accounting, the accountants, well, I'm too busy, you know, taking care of the filings and no, you got to do the accounting lawyers. I'm too busy to uh, defend defend my my clients because it's just, you know, too much paperwork. Well, you got to get somebody to do the paperwork. Same thing in real estate guys, right? You got to get somebody to do everything but the conversation with your clients. That's your job the whole day, the whole day. Got it. All right. Very good. So uh, Pilar says no. All right, Darlene, what are the five skills? Again, very, very important, the five skills. I need to learn how to pre-qualify. Please write this down, and you have it in the modules. Anyways, the five questions we need to use, and most of you already hear me saying that, but you need to make sure that you internalize those questions, all right? And you use them in the conversation very fluently. So write it down, guys. Number one, what? What is it that you want? Number two, where do you want it? Number three, why do you want it? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the the five skills, right, pre-qualifying, right, and pre-qualifying is composed of five questions, what do you want, where do you want it, why do you want it, when do you want it, and how much. Now, for most agents, right, you already know it. Now, the difference between the new agent who already knows those questions, and for example, me who've been doing this for 22 years, is how we use those questions. When the new agent is asked, let me mute here because I think that there is some people right here. Okay, there's some noise. When a new agent uses these five questions, this is what usually happens, because it's through experience, right? What do you want, where do you want it, why, when, and how much? The new agent doesn't know how to use those questions, so here's the answer. What do you want? Good place, all right? Where do you want it? In a nice area. Why? Because I want to increase my return on investment, let's say, okay? By when do you want it? When do you want it? Whenever you find me a good opportunity. And how much you have to invest? $150,000. What did I get from that conversation? Very little. Got it? There's nothing I can do with that. Now, an experienced agent, okay, will go like this. Mr. Buyer, for example, in this case, tell me exactly what you want. Is it a condominium, is it a townhouse, is it a house? If it is a condominium, is it a high-rise, low-rise? How many uh, bathrooms, how many bedrooms? City view, ocean view, how many parking spaces? What amenities are you looking for? I need to know exactly and get a very clear picture exactly what you want so I can go and look for it and don't waste your time and find you the gem that you're truly looking for. Ooh, you see the big difference? Number two, where do you want it? Tell me, have you ever been to Miami? If you live in Miami, where do you live right now? Where does your, your do, do your friends live? Where would you like to live? What's the area you like the most? Got it? Do you have family, kids? What schools do you have? Oh, now now I'm saying number two, number three. Why? Okay, let's talk about why you want to find this place, Mister. Uh, client. All right. And then what is it exactly? Why is it that you want to purchase a, a property closer to your uh, a property? Because I want to move closer to my office. Okay. Tell me why you want to move closer to your office. Well, because I'm driving an hour and a half each way. All right. And why is it important for you to save time every day driving? Some people love to drive and they have like a university in their school, audiobooks, et cetera, because I have a family, a wife, and two kids, and I want to spend more quality time with them. Oh, now I know exactly why. Now I have the emotion. Now I have the motivation. When? So, Mr. Client, if I find you the right property today, are you ready to set and put an offer on that property? Oh, oh, not not yet. Maybe in three, four months I need to sell my home or I need to uh, liquidate an investment that I have. Oh, now we know it's not for now. So you understand The difference between a brand new agent using the same tools, the same questions, and an experienced agent, right? So the five skills, number one, Darlene, it's number one, it's pre-qualifying. I need to learn. I need to master the science, the art of pre-qualifying so I don't waste my time and I don't waste my client's time. So I can truly identify the five to eight properties that are truly available for the client. According to research by the National Association of Realtors, there are between five, only between five to eight properties that all of us can purchase at a very specific time. No more than that. If we truly pre-qualify that client, we don't have to invest that much money, that much time on that client, period. That's simple, right? Number two, Darlene, follow-up, right? We can't do the follow-up manually. We need a system, and pretty much everybody has the black box, right? And yet, you're going to get a call from... one of our members, so she can explain it to you, but most of you already have that already. A system that allows us to see who is opening our emails, who is clicking on our emails, so we can pick up the phone and call them. Number three, the presentation, right? We need to make sure that we convey value in a presentation of less than seven minutes, right? We have a very short attention span, so less than seven minutes, ideally less than five. Number four, especially with the sellers, objections. We want more leads, right? Great, we got the leads. The leads will happen overnight. If you pay Zillow, Realtors.com, Postcards, if you do Facebook especially, you're going to get the leads overnight. And Marie right here is looking at it. Carla most likely is looking at it, right? Inez, Irene, and those are agents that use our lead generation our Facebook campaigns, right? Our service, and they know that. And Marie, if you're right here, you know that, right? We get leads overnight. That's easy. What takes time and skills is the conversion. And in order to convert, we need to handle the objections. So if we're working with sellers, you have all the objections. How many objections are there? You know it, there are only eight, right? Price, commission, comparison, authority, scale technique, no need, satisfy, and compromise. Those are the eight objections, got it? So Hugo was asking me, all right, Orlando, what is the conversion rate? that you have on those leads. Well, it's going to depend on how I pre-qualify. It's going to depend on how much follow-up and efficient my follow-up is. It's going to depend on how good my presentation is. And definitely the most important thing is going to depend on how I handle objections from my buyers and sellers. Got it? Very, very good. Hugo says, thank you very much. Tommy says, I will. Tonya says, no, no. Felipe says, no. Miguel Moreno, that was a very funny analogy, right? Right, so Patricia says, hello Orlando, you're amazing, as always, thank you very much. Can you give us advice on how and where to find an assistant? Yes, thank you very much Patricia for that question. All of you should have an assistant, all of you, regardless of how much budget you have, got it? So I'm gonna go with one specific website. I do not know anybody there, I just use their services. So I'm not getting paid for the, saying that, right? Any referral fee, anything like that is called Upwork. And I'm gonna put it here in the chat, upwork.com for finding a real estate assistant, all right? You need to go there and you need to find an assistant. You need to go there and find an assistant. It's going to be kind of expensive if you do it here, but it's per hour. so you don't need to find somebody to work with for 40 hours. You can hire that person hourly. Some people charge 30, some people charge 25, 20, 15, 10, seven dollars. You can look only outside the United States, which is way cheaper. If you want somebody from the Philippines, might charge you five, three dollars per hour. Right. So, Patricia, I want you to make sure. Let me let me share this with you. Share, and we use Upwork a lot, a lot. Let me share this with you so you can see right here, uh, right here for many different things. Not for the assistant because we have the assistants here, but for many other different things. Oh, Upwork.com. We're gonna see here. Let me show you Upwork so you can see it here. Very very good. So right here now. Before we find the assistant, all right, right here, real estate assistant, let me show you this. Before we find the assistant, I wanna show you something very important. Please take your pen and piece of paper because I'm gonna show you the exercise you need to do before you look and go and look for the assistant. For example, real estate assistant, enter Upwork, right here, as you can see, all right? Right here, I can, oops. I don't know what this is not working right now. Let's see. So you can see this is Upwork, this is their platform. I'm, I look for, I put real estate assistant and let's see who we find right here. All right, $22 an hour. This is in all right, New York, $25 an hour, $28 an hour. Some people, this is only $100 an hour, but you can filter, all right? You can filter uh, for not US, US, US only and I can go, from cheapest to uh, most expensive one. I can, look, $4 an hour, $4 an hour, $7 an hour. Um, I am into real estate industry for three years already, commercial residential. I've been working with UK residential real estate agents. So you can spend this real estate virtual assistant, real estate VA sales, telemarketing, cold calling, appointment setting, $7 an hour. This person had made over $100,000 helping real estate agents. Guys, at $7 an hour, you and uh, with somebody that has made over $100,000, at $7 an hour, this person has helped a lot of real estate agents. Got it? So as you can see, you have different. You have $100, you have $7, depending on where they are, right? Right, $12 an hour, right? This, this person is in Canada at $12 an hour? That's very good, right? So this is where you find the assistant now. Before you find, look, $10 an hour. Maria, this is from the Philippines, right? You can put, if you're, for example, from Colombia, Argentina, Spain, Venezuela, you can say, I want only an assistant from that specific country, and you'll find them, right? Very, very good. So, before, please write this down. Before you find the assistant, this is the exercise that I want you to do. You're gonna get a piece of paper, and you are going to fold it, right, into four different pages. One, two, three, four. And in that paper, you're going to write down everything you do in terms of your real estate business from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep. You do a list of everything that you do and you write it down here, right here. Monday, everything that I did. Tuesday, everything that I did. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, everything that I did, all right? And on Saturday, you're going to transfer that to an Excel sheet, right? So right here, you're gonna have, the first column is gonna be all the things you did during the week about your business. Now, column number two is you're going to transfer, right, you're going to reorganize all the activities you did in order of priority. Meaning, okay, these are the most important ones at the top and then you go down the list. Column number three is going to be everything from that list right, in order of priority, that you can delegate, that you will delegate to that person. Now you have a very, very clear set of activities for that person. So before you hire the assistant, you already have a very detailed, organized, prioritized job description. So before we find the assistant, we first need to know exactly what we want them to do in order of priority. Because what I've seen with many real estate agents is that they hire the assistant with a very clear and simple set of activities. So they are just throw them things that they don't want to do, all right? So that is a very, very important exercise we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Patricia says, thank you very much. All right, Christina Bastos, can anyone help me suggesting a good email marketing platform? I'm using constant Contact, and I love it. and it's very easy to work with. It welcomes very, but it's very expensive because you pay for the number of contacts you have. I've been doing a research, but didn't just pick up one because it's cheaper. Patricia, uh, most likely, Christina, I'm sorry. uh, You have, I'm almost certain, Christina, that you have the real estate black box, so you don't have to pay for anything else. Got it? Real estate black box not only has what constant contact has, but also the content and also automated and segmented. Most like, most certain, you have the real estate black box. So you don't need a constant contact. You don't need a MailChimp, which by the way, they're great systems, but as you said, they're expensive. They're not automated. You need to do it yourself and they don't have the content. All right. Uh, Anyways, for some of you who not only want to have, and we use many, we don't only use the real estate uh, black box. I'm going to suggest also, Christina, right here from everybody here, I'm going to suggest right here to everybody here. I'm going to suggest also flowdesk.com. Right, so we use MailChimp. As you see, sometimes our emails come from, we use MailChimp, the real estate black box for real estate uh, clients, and we use Infusionsoft. Now we're using, oops, sorry, flowdesk.com. Let's see, flowdesk.com. Uh, it is a 10th of what you would pay, Christina, with uh, MailChimp and Constant Contact. Again, I don't know anybody in Flowdesk. Uh, I don't get any commissions for that. So go to Flowdesk. And uh, Christina says, I don't like Flowdesk. I think it's too complicated. We love it. Uh, it's, it's pretty much like Constant Contact and, uh, and MailChimp. It's just a matter of preference. Uh, if not, other than, th- those are the two main ones, Christina. It's MailChimp and Constant Contact. The two main ones, all right? And we are using Flowdesk because it's very, very inexpensive and I like it very, very much. A chop producer, it is way more complicated than Flowdesk, okay? Uh, let's say right here, uh, let's see right here what other questions we have. Okay, pretty new here. Darlene says pretty new here. Where can I get the black box? Darlene, I'm gonna make sure that our team contacts you today. So he explains to you, most likely you have it if you're pretty new and you don't know. Uh, so, but we'll talk to you about that. Jaime says, oh, Jaime from uh, Houston. Okay, pretty good. Do you recommend pay the assistant per hour or per task? Uh, I would do it per hour. And uh, and secure, Jaime, a few uh a few hours per week, all right? So that assistant knows that there is a commitment from you and that assistant needs to commit to you. Uh, you, you, want, you want the assistant to do it right and you know how much she can get done uh, per hour uh, per hour. So I would do it per hour, okay? Very, very good, okay? Even if you are in a seller's market, you still need to find buyers for them. Could you talk about a bit more about profiling your properties to find adequate, ooh, I love this one, Jose. Even if you're in a seller's market, you still need to find buyers for them. Meaning, I, I am assuming, Jose, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you're talking about your listing, listings. Could you talk a bit more about profiling your properties, yes, you're talking about the listings, to find adequate, adequate buyers for them? Love this one. Please put me in big in your computer. Love, love this question. So Jose, there are only two things, only two things that will help you sell your listings. Only two. Number one, the most important thing is what? The right price. Number two, listed in the MLS, which most likely you already have it in the MLS, all right? So please guys, pay very close attention. I always say, and for the people that are newer in our program, that we are not in the business of real estate, right? We're in the business of, you know it, marketing, right? The top, top agents, right? The top, top agents in the industry, book that I authored back in 2016, they all say it, and you can see it in the Miami Real Estate Show every week. The top agents in our uh, industry say it, we are not in the business of real estate, we are in the business of marketing, got it? That being said, the reason Jose, we advertise our listings it's not to find the buyers, it's to what? To get more sellers leads, got it? So I'm gonna give you, for everybody, because I said this is a very, very common question that I get, how can I find the right buyer? How can I advertise more of my listing so I can sell it faster? You won't, you won't. Let me give you the example. Let's say I'm a New Yorker, right? And I want to buy a one bedroom, two bedroom, Seven hundred fifty thousand dollar property uh, in uh, in Surfside. That's my favorite area in, in in the coast here in Miami Beach, right? So uh, uh, three quarters of a $750,000, hundred fifty thousand dollar, two bedroom two unit, two bedroom two bathroom property in uh, in Surfside. All right, and I'm in New York, and I'm coming to South Florida specifically to buy a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar two two property. And you Jose have. That property in Surfside, and specifically, I don't want it in South Beach. I don't want it in Mid Beach or North Beach. I want it specifically between 87th and 96th Street, which is Surfside, right? And I see your listing, right? Advertise. I go to the JFK, the airport. I buy the Washington Post, the New York Times. I buy the Forbes magazine, and every time I open the inside of the cover, I see your listing: two, two, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars property, uh, waterfront, uh, oceanfront view in Surfside. Wow, this is exactly what I'm looking for, right? I go into American Air, American Airlines, the plane, I get the American Way, which is uh, the, the magazine for American Airlines. I open the magazine and what do I see in the inside? I see your property, $750,000, 2-2 two, in Surfside. This is what I'm looking for. I saw it. In the uh, Washington Post, I saw it in the New York Times, I saw it in Forbes, Fortune Magazine, and now I see in American Airlines uh, 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 Magazine, the one way. This is exactly what I want. I land in MIA, Miami International Airport, right? And I get the Miami Herald, Miami's newspaper, right? And in the front page, there's a sticker that says, Tutu, $750,000, Surfside Property, Amazing Views. This is what I'm looking for. I'm seeing that property since I uh, took off in New York. Now I get my driver, I'm leaving uh, the airport, and I see a billboard, 24-7 open house, two-two property, $750,000, Ocean View in Surfside. I tell the driver, take me immediately to that property. It, is, it has a 24-7 open house. I want to go and see it. Jose? I go and see your property, and you know what? I truly like it. I truly like it. Am I going to put, most likely, am I going to put an offer on your property without looking at any other at any other comparable? Most likely, we all know the answer, which is no. What am I going to do? I'm going to contact a buyer's agent, and I'm going to tell them, listen, I want to see comparable properties to this one before I put up uh, uh, an offer on this specific unit that I've been seeing since New York. That, of course, I went very to the extreme, right? That demonstrates, Jose, that we can't, we can't, right? Advertise a property enough for it to sell. Sometimes this happen, happens, most of the time it doesn't. So the question, I agents ask, so what do you do the advertising, advertisement to get seller's leads? And in some cases, buyer's leads. Got it? So our job, if you have the listings, and many of you have a lot of listings, and you ask me, Orlando, I can't sell the the listing. What do you suggest I do? Very simple. Lower the price. No, no, but the price is right. No, it's not right. If it was right, it would have already sold. That simple. 22 years in the business, working with top, top agents and top, top agents in the industry, and they all say the same. Put it in the MLS, put the right price. That's it. That simple. There's not much we can do. We can sell. Right? $1 for the price of two. All right. Very, very good question. I love that question. All right. So uh, let's see. I didn't like Flow Desk. Okay, that's fine. If you, if we need our black box, we don't need anything else. No, Liliana, you don't need anything else. With the black box, you have the content, you have the automation, you have the segmentation, you have the email marketing system, similar to constant contact, mailchimp, etc. Uh Liliana, okay, marketing. So let's see. Uh, Jose Antonio. Okay, Jose Antonio, follow up on the previous question. I like in Mexico, uh, there is no MLS here, unfortunately. Oh, that's right, Jose Antonio. That's right. All right. So in Mexico, yeah, in Mexico, it's going to be different. That's right. That's right. Now I remember your last name. That's different, Jose Antonio, definitely. Now in Mexico, what you need is a large database, like in Mexico, Venezuela, Argentina. Unfortunately, for people uh, that are internationally, they don't have what's called the MLS, right? So what you need is to increase the database of every single real estate agent and the database of potential buyers and sellers. Now, in South America, yes, it is all through advertisement because it's word of mouth. What I recommend to you, and Jose Antonio, in Mexico, somehow or another, right, find the list of members of AMPI. You know exactly what AMPI means. We the uh, Association of Real Estate Professionals in Mexico. So, because in South America and in Europe, the way they sell properties, real estate agents, is through, you know, word of mouth. So, what you need to make sure is that, yes, you do the advertisement and most likely you're going to sell that property through collaboration with another, another real estate agent. So, you need to get as many real estate agents contact as possible hope that answers your question Liliana, great very good okay any other question guys regarding your business and more important the number of leads you need to contact in a daily basis to reach your goal remember what's your financial goal what's the average price what's your commission per property divide that by your number by, by your goal that's going to give you the number of properties you need to sell and then remember what I show you here, all right? That's going to tell you exactly how many conversations, calls, conversations, and leads you need to get in order to reach your goal. Do not complicate your business, guys. Do not complicate it. Real estate is very simple. Didn't say it was easy. Very simple. It's all about talking to more and more and more people. Everything else can be either eliminated automated or delegated. That simple, guys. Let's see if you have any other questions. If you don't have any other questions, we can go right now. Any other questions? I don't think so. Anything else from today? Great follow-up. Thank you, guys. All right, so I think we are done for today. Let's see, no questions. All right, no questions for today. It's been a pleasure to serve you. Your job today, please. Let me make sure that I put it right here. Let me meet everybody. Carlos is right here. I see Carlos in the car. Carlos, be careful, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I can't. Well, what i, is park. I oh, park. You're park. No, I know. That's what I thought. I was just joking. Yeah. All right. So right here, guys, please take that picture of this screen right here. All right. Take a picture of this screen right here. So you understand exactly your numbers and you understand exactly how many calls you need to make, how many conversations you need to have, how many leads you need to get in order to reach your goal. Our job at the Montier Organization is to help you reach your goal. The more questions you ask, the easier it's going to be for us to help you accomplish that number of transactions closed, which is going to get you to the number, uh, the financial number you're looking for. All right, guys, so pleasure to serve you today. Hopefully you took a picture, thank you guys. Uh, Darlene, okay, perfect. Uh, let me see, Darlene, Darlene, we have your information, don't worry, Alisa, thank you, Carlos, thank you, be safe on the car, uh, Felipe, thank you very much, thank you, Marta, thank you, Victor, everyone in the call today, I really appreciate you guys coming today. Joanne, Diam, thank you very much, Luciana, thank you very much. Have an amazing, amazing day, Hugo, all right? And uh, we're here to help you. Use the forum. We'll answer every single question you have about your real estate business. Remember, for those of you who speak Spanish, log in to the Thursday call with my brother, Daniel, 1230, all right? He'll help you through all the questions you have. Take care, guys. See you next week. (laughs) Bye-bye.